Hello, Stunners. Welcome to another episode of the Cut Life Podcast, where we interview the best hairstylists in the business and also the brains behind the beauty business. And today is no different. I have a dear friend of mine who is a boss herself, Miss Tania Goldston, Senior Director of Marketing for Cream of Nature. Hey, Tania. Hey, how are you? Are you having a busy day? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Always. But I'm excited, excited to talk to you for sure. I'm glad to have you on because I don't know if you know this, but my first time ever modeling or participating in a brand campaign was with Cream of Nature. Really? Yes. I did not know that. You gave me my first opportunity and I ended up working with you twice (laughs) on a relaxer campaign and a hair color campaign. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I love that. And that's like kind of when we started to connect. And like I always tell you, I love your spirit. You're just like a beautiful person, you know, inside and out. But no, I didn't know that was your first campaign. And you killed both of them. Thank you. Both campaigns, they were featured in Sophisticates Black Hair Magazine with editorials. So, yeah, it was a big it was a big deal for me. I was so excited about it and it couldn't have been with a better brand. The entire Cream of Nature team is amazing and has always treated me so well. And we always have a love fest when we see each other. So, you know, I had to have you on the show because I've never picked Tania's brain about her day-to-day and what it really takes to run a beauty brand. And I know a lot of people would want to hear all of the juice. (laughs) So so let's get into it and talk to me a bit, because I know it changes daily, I'm sure. But talk to me a bit about your day-to-day responsibilities as the Senior Director of Marketing for Cream of Nature. Yeah. So, I mean, as you know, as a business owner, and I I really think of myself as a business owner, you know, I'm just working inside of a corporate company, you know, really working as an entrepreneur, you know, somebody who is just responsible for building brand equity, you know, and making sure that this brand is on track to meet its sales goals and delight the consumer at the end of the day. And so every day is different, you know, no matter what the schedule is, you know, um, I'm responsible for both marketing, advertising, you know, making sure that the brand um, is visible, you know, and in front of the consumers. That's one side of what I do. But then another big portion of what I do is new product development. And so whenever you see a new product hit shelf, I've been working with a team of people, um, everyone from R&D to engineers, you know, working with our legal team, you know, working with our PR team. And so day to day, I spend most of my time, you know, presenting to senior leadership, you know, sharing with them concepts and ideas. I meet a lot with our new product development team. And then I work with my marketing team who, you know, they're the ones that are just like really on top of like the social media campaigns and the influencer campaigns and, you know, all of our grassroots events. So it's lots of fun, you know, a lot of long, long days, but I enjoy it. And I've been doing this ever since I started working in corporate. I've been blessed to work in beauty. So I absolutely love it. 
and, you know, just love building brands. I love it. And I love getting all of the amazing product that you send me <laughs> when yeah. new, when new collections <laughs> launch, um, like the clay and charcoal collection. Did I say yeah. it right? OK, I said it yes, right. Clay and charcoal. I love that, that is it's such a spa like collection. It's so nice. And the gray colors of everything and it just smells really good. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And of course, Perfect Edges, which Cream of Nature is known for. Number one, we are the number one edge control, okay? (laughs) Listen, and that's no easy feat because edge controls, it's hard to find ones that work really well. So to be number one in the market is amazing. Yes, we're we're on top and we do a lot of work, you know, with our products and our product development team is amazing and we test, you know, I test, everyone in the office is testing. I mean, we have a whole, you know, group of people that we just, we test the products and we make sure that they live up to, you know, the standards that the consumer wants. You know, it's like whatever she wants, we're like, okay, that's what we're going to give her. And we make sure we keep working until it works like perfectly. Well, it works because people swear by cream of nature, I'm telling you. And whenever I post about the product, I get DMs like, are you going to give this away? Can we have it? (laughs) And I'm like, you can go to the store. We may do a giveaway, but you can go support the brand as well because we have to keep it on shelves. Right. (laughs) And so speaking of um, products that I get in the mail, a part of that is about the influencer marketing side of the campaigns that you run. And I'm sure there are people on social media that may have an interest in beauty or fashion or whatever it is. And they're like, well, how do I attract brands to my profile or how do I partner with brands? So as someone that is responsible for selecting influencers to work on campaigns, what exactly are you looking for in the next influencer to partner with? No, I think that's a great question. And it's a, it's a very popular question because, you know, influencer marketing and, you know, really growing your, your brand or your personal brand as an influencer is so, it's so popular. But I think that, you know, whenever we look for influencers, you know, we really try to make sure that one we're finding influencers that are creating excellent content. And, you know, I can't say that enough. We're really looking for people that are content creators, not just influencers, because I think that anyone can post a picture. But for Cream of Nature, we focus on, you know, who is really a storyteller? You know, who is sharing their story and their authentic story, you know, with their consumer? And so we kind of lead with that mindset. And, um, you know, we just really like brainstorming. We come up with a list of influencers that we feel are relevant. You know, who who do we hear, you know, our friends talking about, like, who do we see that's really kind of killing the game? Um, and, and we just look for people who are authentic and people who will fit our family, you know, you know, will fit the cream of nature brand because it's so important. I think influencer marketing, a lot of people focus on it as a transaction and it's not transactional. I mean, it is because you want to get the likes, you want to get the comments, you want to get the engagement, but it's, it's a, it's relationship based marketing. 
So I think that the influencer has to have a relationship, you know, with her followers so that they trust her, so that they, you know, really understand that they can take her word when she kind of gives her thoughts and her views on a campaign. And then for a brand, you know, when we entrust our brand to an influencer, you know, we want to know that that person really loves and respects the Cream of Nature brand as well. Right. Having an authentic voice is very important because people are not stupid and they can see through, you know, certain posts that just look like paid posts and there is no real connection to the brand. Um, People definitely read into that. And I do love the fact that you diversify who you work with. whether it's annually or quarterly. I love that you shine light on new faces because there'll be people that I'm like, oh, I've never seen her before. She's cute and she has a unique voice or a unique take on how to use the product and, you know, a different way to interpret it. And I love that you give multiple people a chance and it's not just stuck on one or two people all of the time. No, I I think that's so important because I, I think that, you know, it's important to show various hair textures, you know, various hairstyles, you know, including length. So we never want to create an influencer campaign where everyone in the campaign has long hair, you know, because that just doesn't represent, you know, black women. And so when we talk to our consumer, you know, our consumer, she, she speaks to us through social. She's like, okay, I want to see my texture. You know, I want to see the TWAs. You know, I want to see this style. And so whenever we put together a campaign, we really are very intentional on making sure that we select a variety of hair textures as well as a variety of hairstyles and include, you know, people who style like the everyday and the average woman, you know, because people want to know what works. You know, they exactly. really want to know how can I get my hair done? How can I get it styled and get to work, you know, and get back home and do what I need to do daily? So, yeah, making sure we have a lot of people. And I love finding new talent. And so I think that's something that I take a lot of pride in personally. You know, so like when you say, oh, my gosh, you gave me my first campaign. I love those stories. And so there's been so many people over the years that are like, okay, Cream of Nature was my first campaign. And I take a lot of pride in that. So we love discovering new influencers and micro influencers. Um, They're a big part of our strategy um, because they're new and they're fresh, you know, and they a lot of times they're very, very eager to, you know, get in front of a bigger audience. And it makes them become a lot more brand loyal and it becomes more like a family, like you said, instead of it just being a transactional relationship, you feel like cream of nature is family. So whenever you guys reach out to me to partner on something, it's always an automatic yes. Like, I don't have to think about it. I'm like, yeah, of course I want to partner with Cream of Nature. Of course I want to promote the brand. And I know that the brand is obviously a quality brand that people respect and stand behind. So it does. it's not like something I have to sit there and debate on whether or not I want to work on it. And you did mention something about consumer feedback. And I did want to get into that. Um, in regards to consumer feedback being taken into consideration when you are launching new products or expanding on uh, existing lines? Yes, for sure. I mean, for us, we actually focus a lot on consumer insights. So, you know, whenever we sit down and we kind of develop our three-year 
plan for the brand because we're looking at, for me, I'm looking at the three-year horizon. So for 2019, we already know what's coming out. We've already been working on that for like since last year. So for me right now, for example, I'm working on, you know, what are we launching in 2020? Like, what are we launching in 2021? So we're literally working to predict trends. And so we start with consumer insights. Um, That's where, you know, a lot of our concepts start because the consumer really has insight into what does she need? You know, what does she love about what's on market now? And I think in the world of social media, Social media has allowed the brand to have an intimate relationship with the consumer. So, you know, when I started out doing marketing, you had to do maybe a focus group or you had to do some type of market research. In today's environment, you just literally put up a post. You know, you can put up a post and you can get instant feedback. When we launched Pure Honey last year, I want to say in 2018, when we launched it at the beginning of the year, we received instant feedback. Like, people are not shy. They tell us, hey, love this, love that. You know, and one of the things that consumers asked for is they said, we want to pump for the setting lotion. We literally knew that within, like, a week or two of launching. And so we went into immediate, you know, okay, let's see, how can we, how can we make this happen? Can we make it work? You know, did we get it right with this type of, you know, packaging or is there a way to enhance it? And that all comes from the consumer's feedback. I love that. And specifically with the clay and charcoal line, can you give us some more insight on how that concept came about? Because Look, I got a package with a spa robe in it. I'm yes. like, ooh, with some lace on it. And, you know, the products are looking so beautiful. Got my right. little notebook if I need to, you know, journal some things. So you guys were definitely setting the mood with this whole collection. So I want to hear more about just the thought process behind launching this. No, definitely. I mean, with clay and charcoal, Clay and charcoal really came from talking to the consumer with, you know, the consumer with natural hair, you know, talking to her about what are your challenges, you know, what are your pain points, and what are you doing in market, you know, what are you doing in market? And literally, we will sit down with consumers and we'll ask them, bring us your top five or your top 10 products, like bring in what's, what's under your, you know, your bathroom counter, like what's under the counter. And, you know, in talking to them, we found that people are making their own do-it-yourself mask at home. And a lot of them were using bentonite clay. And that was something that we just saw consistently from talking to multiple consumers. You know, I have friends that are telling me, oh, I'm trying this. You know, they're always asking me questions. What do you think about this? And so just in talking, we just saw that that was an extremely popular do-it-yourself treatment at home, but we found it was time-consuming. And you needed, you know, six or seven different ingredients, and a lot of those ingredients you needed to maybe order off of Amazon. Oh, wow. So we just found that it was a desired treatment, but it wasn't easy. And in today's world, people are, you know, going to school, working, their moms, like myself, we don't have a lot of time to extend the wash day. And so we were just like, okay, let's make this super easy. Like, let's make a clay and charcoal line that is already mixed. It's already together. There's no guesswork. You don't have to look up on Pinterest and figure out what the recipe is. So we just took the guesswork out of it. 
And I think it was time to kind of focus on something that was a little bit more about the scalp and, you know, and and just the health of the scalp and just removing, you know, some of the buildup that we're starting to see from, you know, using so many styling products. We're using more styling products than ever. And so I think as a result of that, you know, women are starting to reach for, you know, different um, treatments and solutions to really detox their hair um, and kind of just restore their hairs, you know, naturally health. And so that's really was the basis for the line. That makes a lot of sense. And I've been seeing, you know, in addition to the bentonite clay trend, um, the activated charcoal is in everything from toothpaste that people are using to, you know, specialty drinks that people are drinking. I've even seen activated charcoal in ice cream out in L.A. And it was like a black ice cream with charcoal in it. So Mm -hmm. I think it's very smart that you guys are up on the trends and able to incorporate that into the line because it shows that you're paying attention to your audience and paying attention to you know what people are into because that is those are really really big things and I think when people see those buzzwords it makes them want to support the brand even more because they're like oh they they know what's going on out here in these streets on the other side of it so we're talking you know about the line we've talked about influencers and what you look for but I would love to get even more um, back in well I'll say insight on people that want to work on the brand side of the beauty industry because we talk to people that are aspiring hairstylists all day people that want to be you know influencers bloggers vloggers what have you in front of the camera but then there are also a lot of people that have you know PR and marketing expertise or they're interested in you know building brands and creating lines so what would what advice would you give to those people that want to work behind the scenes for a beauty brand you know, specifically? For a beauty brand. No, I think you know, I think you kinda hit it on the nail that there are literally so many opportunities to work in beauty. And so I think that a lot of times when I meet people people immediately say, Oh my gosh, I wanna do what you do you know, because they think, Oh, it's fun, you know, they only see the shows that I go to or they see, oh, you created that campaign. But I think you kind of hit it on the nail. There's so many different, you know, ways that you can work in beauty. If you're in communications, you know, you could work in beauty as a PR manager. You could work as a social media manager or a community manager. Um, Even if you're into science or STEM, you know, you could work in beauty as a cosmetic chemist. And so I think you have to think of beauty. Beauty is a business. So whatever you do, you know, I think there's a role for you. I mean, we have accountants in beauty. We have all of the different, you know, kind of functions in a beauty company that are needed. And so I think that's what a lot of people forget. Like, it's not all marketers. It's not all walking around and coming up with these, you know, great campaigns every day. So there's every functional area that you could kind of imagine or think of. And specifically, when I think about the hairstylist, you know, there are a lot of roles and a lot of ways to work in beauty, you know, beyond the chair. And so I think that's, you know, really important for your audience to kind of think of the fact that as a hairstylist, as a professional, you have the opportunity to work on editorial campaigns, meaning you may work with a media company um, to create editorial for them, for their online website. You know, for maybe for a print campaign, you can work with them. You can work with the brand as a campaign stylist. So we hire stylists every time we shoot packaging, every time we 
should a new campaign, you know, we're hiring five or six stylists to be on set with us to really create the vision for the campaign and, you know, really to kind of set the tone for what the styles and the trends are going to be for the hair. And then you also have hairstylists that work with our R&D department. Um, so we have hairstylists that work in what we call our test salons. And so these stylists are really responsible for testing all of our formulations. And so when it comes time to give that real and authentic feedback, we have stylists that are working with us that have their hands in the product and they're responsible for, you know, evaluating it. And then in a lot of your professional companies, not always with consumer, but definitely like in your professional companies, you will have education. So there's, you know, a big role for education in anyone that markets, especially direct to um, stylists or direct to professional. They will literally have a team of people that are responsible for doing that education. Um, so lots of different roles. And I think that once you find out what role really interests you the most, you know, then from there, it's just all about networking and, you know, attending industry events and, you know, going to different um, conferences that are about beauty. There's uh, so many different ones that you can attend to kind of learn more or understand, you know, what companies are out there. And then from there, you can just network to kind of find an ideal role for you. I always encourage people to intern. I'm a huge proponent of internships because that's how I built the majority of my relationships, you know, when yes. I was a publicist in the entertainment world, I wouldn't have had the access to the people that I had access to if it wasn't for interning for free and treating it yes. like it was a paid job and really building those relationships. And then, you know, starting the cut life was really an eye opener to how expansive the beauty industry is. And I've heard, you know, the statistics about, you know, women, especially black women being the number one consumers of beauty. And of course, from the consumer standpoint, I understood it. But to see, you know, how many moving parts there are behind the scenes. Once I started a brand within the industry, it was like, whoa, this is a big deal yes. <laughs> and there are so no. many brands so even to be able to stand out as cream of nature has is no easy task because there are so many brands popping up every other day yes. um, and you have to stay ahead of the curve and competitive so you know it's always good to see you know how you guys have continue to become the cream of the crop, you know, no pun intended, yeah. or maybe <laughs> pun intended. It. Yes. The cream yes, of the crop. Yes. No, no, I love that. I mean, in precious, like I echo that. I echo that. I think you don't hear that enough, you know, but I am, you know, similar to you. I was in grad school, you know, getting my MBA, but my first job in beauty, I was a, an assistant in a hair salon working, you know, for somebody that was the director of education, you know, for a large multinational company. And that was how I got the intro into the beauty industry. And that's what set me apart. So when it was time to, you know, get a job in corporate America, like after grad school, like those connections, you know, I ended up, you know, staying with the company because I interned, just like you said, interned with the brand. And then they brought me on and, you know, I've been with the brand for a little over 12 years. So I hope these younger millennials are listening because I feel that social media has a lot of them thinking that they can go from 
graduation to CEO and want to skip a lot of steps in between. Uh, And it makes me so glad that I didn't grow up in the social media era, but I was still around enough to understand how it works and how it's a useful tool. But I'm like, the balance has to come back, you guys, because you don't just jump out the gate and it's like you're running things and you're the boss. Like even Diddy interned, like you have to pay your dues. There's no shortcuts. Exactly. There's no shortcuts. (laughs) Exactly. So before we go, we have to um, have a little fun. And so since you work in beauty i need to get all in your business and find out Uh what is in your beauty bag like if i was to go in your makeup bag or go into your house i know we're going to see cream of nature hair products but i want to know outside of that what are your go-to beauty items in your beauty bag Oh, my goodness. Okay, go-to, go-to. Well, I, outside of hair, I, I love hair, and you, you know that. And yes. I'm also a licensed cosmetologist, so I'm, like, committed to hair products. But outside of that, my next love would be makeup. So, if you ever travel with me, people joke, and they're like, okay, you have as much makeup as the makeup artists do. Why do you have that much makeup? So, you're going to find everything from black opal in my bag. I love and I am obsessed right now with the lip bar. So I have all of her shades. And she is killing it out here. Yes, it's boss lady. You know, boss lady, prima donna. So I I love the lip bar. Like, shout out to the lip bar. I'm a family grad, so I definitely rock with them. But yeah, I'm a a makeup girl. And then I also love, like, fragrances. So that's, like, another one of my little guilty pleasures that I like to do. I really love fragrances. And maybe it's because I'm in beauty, too. So, you know, the fragrance of the product is so important. So I'm always out, like, picking up a new fragrance, trying to see, like, do I like it? I love that. I think people are always surprised to hear from me that out of all the beauty products, including hair, I actually have the most love for skincare and then fragrances as well. I think I own... I don't even know how many bottles of perfume that I own. It's kind of ridiculous, but I can't help yeah. it. <laughs> because I'm going to come raise your Yes, anytime. <laughs> I love scents and even scented candles. Like, give me a scented candle and I'm in heaven. Like, anything with a nice, and I like very uh, fresh. Fragrance, it just, it sets the mood. I mean, it, it sets the tone. Like, yes, I yes. love it too. Anything that's like a fresh, like light fragrance, I love. But no, this was so much fun to me. I'm glad that we could get all in your business. Um, Please share your social media handle because I think everyone should follow you and keep up with all of the amazing things that you have going on. Because, you know, it's one thing to follow the brand, but I think you should also know the people behind it that are keeping this thing moving. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, you can definitely follow me on Instagram at Tania Love, and it's T-E-N-E-Y-A-L-O-V-E. Definitely check me out. Say, hey, if you've got questions, let's continue the conversation over on Instagram online, too. I love talking to people. I mean, I had a great time talking to you, Tahira, and you know I, I love talking to people and just, you know, the next set of marketers and, you know, people that are coming up and and learning the business. No, I love it. And thank you so much for your insight. This gave me a lot of a lot of gems were dropped today. And I hope everyone floods your um, comment section with all yes. of their feedback. <laughs> Make sure they try the clay and charcoal line. Definitely. Yes, try the clay and charcoal line and 
stay tuned because that's not it for us this year. So literally, we have more. We have a lot more. So Uh-oh. make sure you like stay tuned because it's not a game for us. We it, we have a few more collections that are about to come out. So stay tuned. It sounds like you're over there rubbing your hands like Birdman. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> well, we look forward to it, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that was my girl, Tania Goldston of Cream of Nature. She is so amazing and so knowledgeable of the beauty industry. Anytime you see her, you definitely want to pick her brain because she's had over, I think, 12 years in the business. So definitely a go to in my book. Um, as far as the cut life is concerned, we have some international travel coming up. I can't tell you where just yet, but we'll be in two countries that I've never been to before and I know that we have some fans out there so there'll definitely be some meet and greets and some things that you guys can attend so definitely stay tuned for those announcements as always you can go to livethecutlife.com for new content daily obviously the cut life IG where all the fabulousness takes place and that's all we have for this week so talk to you next time